I love hearing about people and hearing stories of people that did the thing. And that is what this podcast is about. If you have ever felt stalled, stuck, like there's something that you really wanted to do and you're scared, then you are going to love this lighthearted, inspiring story and potty of a couple of people that I happen to meet in Byron who are doing amazing things um, with their company and their new startup called Clean Sip. It's awesome, but mostly I think that their story is super, super cool and the way that they just followed their gut is just awesome. So without further ado, I bring to you Emma from Clean Sip. Emma from Team Clean Sip, how the bloody hell are you, doll? Oh, I'm good. How are you going? I am really, really well. Like we were just having a little chat beforehand. I'm in Newcastle, so I have been locked down for what feels like months. Um, you guys, you're in Byron, so you've just gone back at time of recording this into a like snap one weeker. Is that yeah, right? we found out yesterday afternoon we're back in another week lockdown, so. Yeah, not a good feeling. <laughs> but we'll you'll get through. So just to give everyone listening a little background, Emma and I were introduced by a mutual friend over New Year's in Byron. Uh, my family and I go there a lot and we've been friends ever since. So once I got talking to Em and her partner, partner AJ, I realized very quickly that they weren't your average couple. They were full go-getters so that was a really funny night where we met the first time and I just sort of like joined your gang for like the next week or so didn't I, I was yeah like, around we didn't leave we just wanted to adopt you to oh. our Byron crew I love that I love that and Byron is one of those places that has this effect on people right like everyone who goes wants to live there and very few people actually commit to it so um, or like can log logistically make that happen. But you guys did that. Like you weren't from Byron. Can you talk us through what um, led you guys to making Byron your new home? Yeah, so I'm from Newcastle originally and AJ is from Melbourne. And AJ and I met at the Beachy Hotel in Byron um, a few, few days before New Year's. So that will be nearly three years ago um, and we just spent like a few days together and then ended up doing long distance for a year Whoa. and yeah I know <laughs> and we like, got along really really well on the same page about like I don't know everything that we wanted out of life and I ended up moving to Melbourne early last year and then COVID hit I was working for a skincare brand in Turak and yeah. then we were kind of living between Melbourne and Newcastle and we went to Byron just for a few days just to kind of get away. It was COVID. We just like went to Byron for a few days, have some downtime. And I remember swimming at Wadigo's at sunrise and I said to AJ, I'm like, we're moving here. And then we ended up making it happen about a week later. Um, we both, yeah. Like, I don't know. We both had really good jobs but we're just feeling like a little bit unsettled and 
yeah, we packed the car and left. Did you have a place already to go to or you guys found it on the fly or you just got there and looked like? What we knew a person in Byron and that was one of my mates, Brad from Newcastle. He's in real estate up there. Mm-hmm. And I remember throwing the idea around. I said to him, I'm like, yeah, I think we'll move. And he has people say that to him all the time. So he doesn't really take it seriously. And I got back to Newcastle and I remember he called me and he said, Emma, there's a place in our street, the best street in Byron, Carlisle. And I asked him how much and everything. He said, it's fully furnished. You would literally just have to pack the car and your laptops. And I remember calling AJ and he was, he was in like a really good job, but he was just feeling unsettled and wanted a change. And he was really over it. And I'm like, let's just move and we'll focus on doing our own thing and figure out what we really want to do. So. Yeah, we both quit our jobs and AJ also had a shoulder operation just before we left. So he was in a sling for like the first six months and we just had so much time in the car and I remember listening to like water fasting podcast and business podcasts and just like writing down what we wanted, what we were passionate about and we realised we just wanted to work on ourselves for a little bit and... Yeah, we took the leap and moved. See, this is the thing that I found so inspiring because so many people, and I know so many of our amazing listeners here, and myself included, I know I used to do it a lot. I tend to pull the trigger a bit quicker now, but we have these amazing ideas. We have these aspirations. We have these like, um, you know, manifestation boards and things like that where we, we want these certain things, but then something stops us from actually, you know, taking the leap, making the step, going for it. It's like laced in fear or doubt or something, but you guys were just like, nah, let's go. Yeah. I've always been kind of like ruthless like that. Like if something doesn't feel good, I just, I hate the feeling of being stuck mm-hmm. and I think that they have to stay in a job or like a town or a relationship that doesn't like excite them and fulfill them. And yeah, AJ is pretty similar, which I'm lucky. He's quite ruthless as well. So it wasn't really hard to convince him. He was a bit nervous about quitting his job, like with a good salary and stuff and not knowing it again. Um, but yeah, we just started chatting in the car on our way to Byron. And then a f- few days later, we were just, oh, he was working for a UV sterilization company a few months prior. And um yeah, that's kind of how Clean Sip was born. Yeah, so that, like, before we get into Clean Sip, because that is just crazy. It was the first time I'd heard about UV sterilization and what you guys were doing there. Um, but w- did your families hold your vision? Like, did you cop any flack from any friends? Oh, my goodness. Like, yes. Yeah. My brother, I've got three younger brothers and they're typical Newcastle boys not that there's anything wrong with that they're beautiful but they rolled their eyes at me they're like oh my god am I like what are you thinking because I was a PA for a mining company for 10 years and one of my brothers is in the mines as well and just you know that Newcastle life like you you get the big house you start a family you're on good money and everyone thinks the be all and end all and so yeah they kind of rolled their eyes 
at me a lot and we're just thinking how is she going to make this work but totally. yeah they're yeah. they're very now but they were just like what is she doing well that's where a lot of people would stop a lot of people mm. get derailed by that in that need and you know what we're raised that way hey like we're raised to want to make our family proud we're raised to seek validation and reassurance from everyone around us but you can you know go your own way can't you yeah 100 percent. anyone can like yeah it's so, it's not yeah oh, amazing i just love that story so much i just do but okay clean sip so i use the traveler for our smoothies and it's really great the boys love it as well and they can knock it around <laughs> and it's totally fine and i love the smart water bottle i actually want to get the like uv cap bottle too for my bike rides now but you can talk us i love I love that you're doing these bike rides. Ah, oh, it's hectic and it's like I'm a full following like a bazillion people on Instagram now. Like my feed is like all mountain biking and I'm so terrible at it. But I also, same thing, it was on my list of things that I wanted to do and I tell friends about that because I always have this like life love list going in my phone of things that I want to do that I've never done. And somehow I was just in a conversation with someone one of my friends and she said that she'd just been like riding in Glenrock and my ears picked up. Yeah. I was like, can I, I want to do that. I want to try it. And instead of someone saying you should definitely not be on a bike, a, and then an, on a bike going off rocks and over routes and at speed. And she was like, Glen sure. Glenrock is quite brutal. Like it's that's just not yeah, it's like baptism of fire when, um, you know, like if you're going to learn to mountain bike ride, I don't even know like what the proper term is. If you're going to learn to ride off-road, you generally start with like smooth paths and trails. But this is hectic rocks, like rock drops, um, like, you know, it's pretty full on. But then there's, yeah, but it's so fun. But anyway, I want to take... Um, <laughs> uv cap bottle because you're filling your water bottle up at rando places but yeah you, you can start yes sterilize it so can you please talk yeah. us through the why behind clean sip and how it works yes so after aj and i moved to byron and like started listening to all these water podcasts and business podcasts it didn't really take us long to kind of realize that we both wanted to inspire people to look after themselves and just have a healthier mindset and just be better people really. Mm -hmm. um, and AJ had been working with a UV sterilization company in Melbourne. So he kind of learned the aspects of sterilization and he was really passionate about it and how UV light worked. And he kind of wondered how he could bring this cutting edge technology to life um, and he wanted to do it in a water bottle so people could carry it around and have access to clean drinking water. Mm -hmm. He also wanted to do it in a bottle that wasn't plastic but looked like really classy that everyone would want to take everywhere with them. Um, so he started with the Smart Bottle and that was our first product and that sterilises your water also has an alarm to remind you to drink and it's insulated so your water will stay cold the whole day mm -hmm. um and yeah so he started with the smart bottle and a year later we've got a range of 10 products 
Um, so it was a kind of mixture of being in Byron, just wanting people to be healthier and to better themselves. And the no plastic idea just came from, like, I don't know, everyone in Byron just cares so much about the environment. Like, I never really see anyone using plastic here. Everyone's really consciously aware of their carbon footprint. Like, even the cafes, they'll offer cardboard packaging over plastic. The cafes offer a dollar or 50 cents off if you bring your own cup. The supermarkets offer like cardboard boxes instead of using plastic bags. And so I feel like definitely if we hadn't moved to Byron, we probably wouldn't have came up with all these products and ideas. But yeah, it kind of just flowed from that. So he just felt there was no reason for anyone to have to buy single use plastic water bottles anymore, have to use um plastic coffee cups like everyone takes their own coffee cups to cafes now he's now got protein stainless steel protein shakers can coolers all different coffee cups and drink bottles it's and they're really good looking too because i know <laughs> like uh, the smart bottle that i have i love because it's like so narrow like it's sleek and it can fit yeah. in like um my like car drink holders because I've got so many like I'm no stranger to like a um reusable bottle or a reusable coffee yeah. cup but the fact that most of them do not fit in my effing car holder <laughs> not only makes it super risky but it just makes me not take it and so I'm like I'm no angel when it comes to reusable and like using less plastic we all know that less like plastic is not good for us it's in our oceans you know, it can seep into our water, it can seep into our food, but we're far more likely to, you know, continue using these products if they're cute. And also, yeah. I think another thing, and we were talking about this, was it Plastic Free July? Or was it, yes. is that what it is? That's a lot mm -hmm. of pressure. Like, I feel like when people often, everyone, like you're not going to meet many people who say they don't give a flying fuck about the environment. Most people want to do the right thing, but sometimes yeah. Plastic Free is really daunting because I will never be plastic free, but what is attainable, I think is plastic less like using. Yeah, less. exactly. And that's what he, like we thought if we can just introduce a few products that people do use every day and that they really enjoy using, then it's just kind of helping the environment. The small change, like, like you said, you don't have to go plastic free. But if we all just make really small changes and that's just going to flow on. Well, that's it, isn't it? And I know it comes through at different um, times and like different things. Like, and I know that there's like shitloads of masks and everything around at the moment, which depending on where you are, they're mandated. But if we can focus yeah. on, you know, like while that is necessary to be able to leave your house in some instances, then I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what's currently on the table. Um, you know, like if you can focus on, you know, not using, if you can focus on using reusable water bottles or coffee cups or that sort of thing, it's definitely going to help. Like think about how many water bottles like you would buy on the fly. Like, exactly. And you think, you, okay, this is like, I know that AJ is like in charge of like the UV, like technical side of it, but this is a lot of people wouldn't know what UV sterilization is. Can nope. Yeah. I was like, huh? And then the kids yeah. are obsessed because when I press the button on the top and then the little light goes around, 
it's like, what is happening? So can you basically give us like the bullet point version, not like AJ's super techo um, version of what UV sterilization is and why it's important? Yeah. So UV sterilization works by inhibiting the production of bacteria. So that's like any viruses or fungi yeah. um, that go in your bottle or your water. So the UV light, is it's like natural form of sunlight. It deactivates the microorganisms by damaging their DNA. So with the smart bottle, you he just wanted everyone to have access to clean drinking water. So you take the smart bottle, you can fill it up at a public bubbler and sterilise it and then know that it's safe to drink. Um, so it's just getting rid of the germs as well. Like even... A plastic bottle after a while they tend to smell because you get that bacteria growing in them whereas the smart bottle you barely have to wash it to be honest if you're sterilizing it it just cleans itself oh honestly those bubblers like when I see the kids this is a good thing for like especially I think for mums like because when we're often on the fly and the kids they sometimes drink a heap of water sometimes they throw it at each other they're using it for whatever and you have to refill the water bottle while you're out Sometimes I'm looking at these bubblers or these taps and I'm like, we are defo getting like some form of um, like diary from this for sure. Like someone's <laughs> yeah. going down. We're all going to be fucked. But having the ability to sterilize your water on the fly, like fill it up anywhere, then use it. That's got to be good. Yeah, it's amazing. And I've even had a heap of girlfriends that have said they'll take it to people's houses when they like, a water source that you can't trust because it depends if where you live what kind of water is coming out of your tap and I've had a few girlfriends that have said they felt a bit weird like filling up their water bottle at someone's house out of their tap so they take this smart bottle and sterilize it before they drink it I'm like oh amazing and imagine like when we're allowed to travel again like going somewhere like Bali or anywhere you know where the water's renowned for not being its most you know um trustworthy source like taking yeah. a smart bottle or something like that would like be so sensible the bottle lives up yeah. to its name like having that uv technology would be like it's such peace of mind yeah i love it and it doesn't change the taste of the water either so i just love feeling like super <laughs> smug when i've got it and people are like what's that i'm like i'm just purifying my water i just <laughs> I have no right to feel like a superior person at all. But in that moment, I'm just saying, yeah, just like, like purifying on the fly. And then it just starts this whole heap of conversation, which is really, really cool. So um, what else? Is like, where can we find you guys? Like where can people find Clean Sip? If they you can find us at Clean Sip dot com au or we are on instagram and facebook as well excellent the, do you guys have anything cool coming up or like what we've got a, you guys new, um, new products that are launching the end of october so that will be just in time for christmas as well and yeah a few little things in the pipeline that i'm not allowed to mention just yet top secret love we'll, socials when it yeah and it does um yeah. what a great christmas present yeah, yeah i know that's so close it's 
aged eight ages ago. I'm like, it'd be so cool if we could have like a product for every member of our family. And um, now we do. Like my dad's a farmer, so he's got the guzzler and um, having a drink bottle that keeps his water cold all day in summer is a game changer. So he's... And then my little niece, Indy, she's ridiculously cute. She's three and she was born with kidney. So I'm always like educating her to drink plenty of water. And she's always running around the house with her pink smart bottle. She was taking it to school when she was allowed to go to daycare, but she's at home now and she um, loves how it flashes and reminds her to drink. And she'll ring me like most nights and be like, Aunty Emma, I filled my bottle up five times today. Yeah. So, so nice that she actually wants to drink water now. So that makes me very happy. I love that. Like, I really do. And I will absolutely be getting some gifts like that for my family and friends. Like, that just makes so much sense to me. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and just, you know, like about sharing about yours and AJ's journey on, you know, taking the plunge and that it is possible regardless of what the people around you are saying. And I know that it's not um, always logistically feasible for everyone at that moment in time. And it doesn't always have to be these giant, big, um, like interstate or, you know, internet, like international, no one's going international, um, <laughs> national moves, but it could be something that, you know, is on a smaller scale, something that you want to try, something that you want to do, but you're just putting off because of, or putting it in the one day pile. I love it. Yeah. Just went, no, now. Like now. Yeah. And I'm so glad, like, I don't know, I just think following your gut and your heart and doing what you want to do is the best way. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, don't be afraid to go have a look at Clean Sip. Um, They're amazing. I will put the link to them in the show notes. And I can't wait to see what you guys do um, over the next couple of years. Congratulations. Some big things coming. So we are pumped. And I can't wait to see you in Byron very soon. I cannot wait. And even better that we might even be in the same street soon. That would be amazing. But stay tuned. You guys will see Emma up on my feet, I'm sure. But thank you so much for coming, babe. I really appreciate it. So nice to chat to you as always.